0: howdy there folks it's easter time and it's also my wife's anniversary with me for the weddings and stuff um that being said john and i had a hard time uh schedule wise this weekend so we decided to re-release one of our older episodes a good one an old one um back in the time of uh, uh uh commercials and number stations and uh when we were still new so um Please enjoy this uh, rerun of episode 12, The Grafton Monster.
1: I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man.
0: Sightings in and around Vermont. Bigfoot sightings across New England have been reported.
1: Red glowing eyes, about seven feet tall. Red eyes, big old fangs, claws coming out through. Three inches long, you know, just sharp as they can be. There has been another UFO sighting flying over the Royal Botanic Gardens. There are 500 UFO sightings in the world every month. The
0: truth is out there.
1: I filled up my water from my bathroom. Yeah. And it does taste weird upstairs.
0: I think it's because of the,
1: the, the
0: plastic tubes are different. Or less used, maybe? Gotcha. Okay. So while we were in between episodes, the mail came, and mm-hmm. I got a case of Chow Main. Why did you get a case of <laughs> Chow <Main? laughs>
1: Because I For like Chow Main. He's got a uh, Sapro Ichiban yep. box. 24-pack? Yeah, did man. Can I see there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's
0: a lot of sodium, <laughs> Brandon. Oh yeah, it's it's like my favorite um, of the instant noodles at the moment. The chow mein, the the ichiban, the uh, yeah, the the chow mein, and uh, it's just fast. It's easy to cook, and every once in a while, I feel lazy, and uh, it's a good thing to throw. So, yeah, on.
1: I started painting Malfo again.
0: Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah I, I do this. I do this thing
1: once a year. I'll like. Try to finish painting all the Malfo minis I've purchased over the years. Yeah, uh, because I have way too many. Mm-hmm. So, like once a year, I'll hit this point where I'm like, "Well, maybe I should try finish pa- finishing painting these." Yeah. So I'm currently working on the starter set in terms of painting right now.
0: Okay, which starter is is this the same? Um, so I got Pandora, and mm-hmm. what what which one did you get? You didn't have the uh, the Rat Boy. Uh, it was I got.
1: I got Kirai, but I gotcha. finished my Kirai. Is my Kirai the right? No, Kirai is the lady who does spirit summoning. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Nick got the Nick got the right army. He got yeah. Hamlin.
0: That's,
1: yeah. I think that's Hamlin.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you're you're hundred percent, hundred right because Hamlin was the Pied Piper, I believe. It was yeah, the Pied, Pied Piper, Piper of Hamlin. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I got Pandora, and I got Teddy, which is the great alt. Also, Hamlin just threw me back to when we went to the Renaissance Fair and got to mm-hmm. see uh, uh, Cirque du Sewer, which was fantastic.
1: Su- de- Cirque du Seur was great.
0: It was so good. It was a phenomenal experience. For, for um, the listeners, at the Renaissance Fair, there is a lady who has trained cats, and it's so good. She's got trained rats. She's got trained cats. The rats do obstacle courses. She walks a tightrope, and she has was it a, was it an actual like piccolo type of uh, pipe piper. There's like they they do tricks. It's good yeah. stuff, man.
1: I saw it twice. It was it was good both times. Yeah, it was really good both times. It was very funny.
0: Oh yeah, extremely self-deprecating humor. Ah, oh, I appreciate that though. I like self-deprecating humor. That's fair.
1: At the very least, you're not punching down. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, guitar guy there was fun. She'd make fun of him or what have you. The cats were good.
1: The cats are phenomenal. (laughs) Packy Meow. Yeah. Packy Meow. The week that we're recording this, I've been off for the whole week. And I'm tired of being (laughs) off in a weird way. But I'm not. So, like, I'm not as on top of my A game, if that makes sense. Gotcha. When I have have time to sit, I just kind of... uh, turn into nothing <laughs> it's weird I, I don't know um but i guess we should start this episode this week is oh yes john and brandon <laughs> i like um, it um we investigate claims of the paranormal and supernatural and then we don't tell you about it and we talk about cryptid instead <laughs> because we don't care we don't want you to know these things. It's our job to keep it a secret. It is a jo- it, our, it is our job to keep credible claims of the supernatural and paranormal secret. <laughs> Fake stuff we'll tell you about all day. All day, man. Like did you hear? There is a uh, there's a new lake monster that has Sasquatch feet?
0: I did hear about that. You know, I heard that the Museum of Natural Sciences investigated and found that it was actually legitimate. They found several living species and in in a population large enough to breed. Yeah, they have good food sources.
1: Yeah, it's a bunch of pixie sticks, though. So <laughs> if pixie sticks go, these creatures go. So remember that, people.
0: That's right. You have to throw your pixie sticks into the lakes, really. It's the only way that we will keep these rare beasts alive. So what's their
1: name again? I, f- I forgot it. It's like
0: uh, Dale Assis Stephlemitagon.
1: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Yep, Delasis Stephlemitagon is the scientific name for these. Mm. Yeah, meaning uh, meaning
1: uh, 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 uh John Stamos. Yes, John Stamos. <laughs> That's what it translates to. Um, anyway, I'm John. I'm Brandon. Uh, and this is actually Cryptopedia. So this week's Cryptid. Yeah. Uh, it was first sighted in 1964. Okay. Its last sighting was in 2014, but I can assure you 2014. it's 2014, okay. Uh, its taxonomy is humanoid, and its region is West Virginia.
0: Oh, another Virginian. Okay. Uh-huh. I I actually found out about this
1: cryptid from last week. Okay, man, I actually found out about this cryptid from last week. Not yawning. Huh. All right. So
0: the <sighs> what year? When when was Sheep Squatch again? What what year was that one? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, Nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. So th- this is this is way prior. Um, I'll give you
1: another hint. This monster is definitely in Fallout
0: 76. I haven't played that game yet. Let's Go came out, and I got up to Silph Go Tower, and Mm -hmm. it's not until after I complete that that I'll play Red Dead and Vault 76. But 1964 West Virginia, that was a presidential election, is Lyndon B. Johnson. So let me think. We have West Virginia, we have Lyndon B. Johnson, we have cryptids mm-hmm. we have fallout vault 76 is this i'm just gonna Ah, uh, this is a hard one what what was the uh is this big hoot i'm gonna say this is big hoot because that's like a uh, no you got it wrong no uh no,
1: i did mention big hoot on the last episode but that's not this one
0: that's the only reason why i thought because it's the same region i didn't know the time period Okay, let me uh, let me send you the document. It is the Grafton Monster. The Grafton—I've heard, of, I know, the, I know the name, but nothing else. Like just saying Grafton Monster, I went, oh yeah, Grafton Monster, but I, I can't you know, tell you what it actually is. So this is weird. The story I'm about to tell you. Um,
1: I was scared as I'm reading it that there was absolutely not enough to make an episode about this. (laughs) That's, to be fair, that's every week for for us. (laughs) It it really is. People, the more you read about cryptids, the more you realize that cryptids are just, like, three people saying,
0: I saw a thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me three. And then there's hundreds of websites that just circularly reference the same three original sources. Actually... This one, literally every website,
1: like feeds back into Kurt McCoy's white things. Oh, really? Which I read last week. That's like, fantastic. Reference. That's a good and get. The, the problem is the yeah. problem. The reason that that's the only source mm-hmm. is because the paper hasn't been digitized.
0: Like oh, The newspaper. Yeah,
1: and the the source that the core meat and potatoes of the story came from yeah is something that you have to be on site at the at, i'll get into it later but like there's our author uh, gray barker yeah who wrote a bunch of books on ufo's okay he's got a private collection like you know a posthumous type of collection and you have to be on site to read it oh man so all the sources are from people who have read it so yeah because I'm not driving to West Virginia for a single episode of this podcast, (laughs) uh, you're going to hear the secondary source, and I just want to... I want to couch that before we continue.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the very first thing that shows up in your copy is the outline, and it is a fantastic picture. This should be the Instagram (laughs) post. It might be. This is so good. It's... It looks like Shrek with um, the head of a human, like a, a bearded bald man. It basically with, is. I can't tell if there's a mouth. I'll say without a mouth, there might be a mouth. It's all green with the exception of a single rose, which I appreciate. I do like things that are all monotone and then there's one item of color in it, whether it's like all blue with one red thing or whatever.
1: I should also point out it's got like a nice gradient effect that they're doing, like it's a yellow yeah. green. Oh yeah, Um, totally. There's like a weird amount of artistry in this crudely drawn image. Um, But that's not even a good description of what the creature looks like. No. Before we get into that, um, I do want to go over white things a little again. Okay. Because someone might not have heard episode 10. If they haven't heard episode 10, they don't know what a white thing is. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, So, white things are a storytelling motif in West Virginia. Uh, Stories date back to Cherokee oral tradition. And... Uh, they first make a modern appearance in the Telltale Lilac Bush by Dr. Ruth Ann Music. Um, generally, there's a few common motifs amongst them. They are mostly white. Really? Yeah. What's weird? Get out of here. Sometimes they can be muddy, but they're white. <laughs> um, a lot of the times, they scream like either a child or a woman. And they are capable of moving as a quadruped or biped. Those are, like, the three key things that exist in all these stories.
0: Or an octoped.
1: Yeah, in that one case, there was an octoped. There was a spider. There was a spider wolf.
0: Or a -a winged ped
1: I don't know if Moth... Oh, well, Big Hoot does count as a white thing, I guess. Yeah. So, but, um... Most of my source for this week's episode comes from, as I said before, Kurt McCoy's collection of "Stories: White Things, West Virginia's Weird White Monsters." It's a very good book. I'd recommend reading it. I tore through that book in like no time flat, um, and I'm or I, clearly I'm using it as a second a source for an episode two weeks after the first episode. That'd be easy to source. So there's a <laughs> there's a fair amount of detail in that book. Now. Uh, the grafted monster in question, it's a little bit different, but it definitely fits in the. It definitely can be classified as a white thing, just due to the. The, core of its story, um, and core of its description. But it doesn't have like all of the. It doesn't check all the boxes.
0: Does to. it? So there's two images. There's one, the first one, which is like a, a Shrek with a human head, and the other one mm-hmm. is from Fallout. Which, if you yep. haven't played Fallout yet. The best way I could describe it is the flood from Halo 2. It looks sort of like that a little bit. Which one is more which one more closely fits the secondary uh, description? Based on what I've heard and based on what I
1: read uh, the second one is probably closer to the correct description. No shit. Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean Uh, no poop.
1: Okay. (laughs) I I don't care about all cursing. (laughs) I was just trying to to reduce my F-bomb. (laughs) <laughs> because, so fun story about John. John in high school was afraid to curse, oh, and then yeah. a, flip, a switch got flipped in John, and he stopped caring about cursing altogether. Yeah, I remember that. It was. I think. I think I can trace it back to a single event where I got so mad I started cursing someone out, and then the floodgates <laughs> were open,
0: and the floodgates were opened. All I it took was. Yeah. It was me getting super angry once. <laughs> I uh I reserve my cursing so if I typically don't curse around people unless I'm comfortable around them enough to know their opinions on cursing. That's fair. And uh, once I know that, then I'll go I'll go into I'll either ease into it, like I'll sprinkle it in to to test the waters and then I'll go in because I'm like a sailor, really. Um and and then I'll go into it, and um, and that's mostly because I'm I'm too socially awkward to really just be myself. I have to like test the waters of a person, and then I go, <laughs> okay, now I can be Brandon. And um, at work, <laughs> man, there are people who I don't interact with a lot, and then like we'll hang out for like like in the cafeteria break time, and then I'll realize like, oh, okay, this person's pretty cool, and then I'll just be like, switch from testing the waters to talking about video games and and cursing a lot and you can and there have been people like you can see it on their face and they go what and and they're like what and they go I've never heard you curse before and they're like "Uh," like I've had two people go I've I didn't know like I didn't think you cursed and I was like oh no I just don't unless (laughs) you know because if you don't know the person I don't want to give them a negative opinion of me unless I know that they're cool with it.
1: Brandon, you are like the definition of social awkwardness. (laughs) Like, what was it? One time you were were telling me a story about, like, interactions with an intern. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, like, you were... Oh, I can't remember the whole story, but basically like, they were afraid to to talk to you about something and then you were like, I don't know, but your your whole, <laughs> there was like this weird Seinfeld-esque uh, lack of communication going on due to double oh, yeah. social awkwardness. They're,
0: they were, they, uh, I'm having a hard time remembering, it was recent, I, 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 I'm just a little foggy, but we had an intern, and they were, they were an intern, they were new, it was their first job, they are in engineering, and they were, they were too awkward to communicate well and approach me and i was too awkward really to like <laughs> distribute work like oh yeah so i was trying to be nice and like i was awkward but i was like they're an intern i've got to give them work and make sure that they, when they do stuff they're at least approaching it from the right <laughs> angle mm-hmm. but they were like triple my awkwardness where i was being awkward here's how you do things and prevent presenting work to them in a digestible way but Mm -hmm. they would just seem very sad like anything like hey i'm gonna use their fake name but i'll be like hey jennifer so we're going to here's how you would design this product i'll give you this outline of how to Mm -hmm. do it here's an old drawing from the 1950s what we'd like you to do is do it back in in cad so we have a 3d model here's your primary tools that you'll be using if you have any questions Come back to me, but they're like shying away and have puppy dog eyes. And, mm-hmm. and you're like, and, and my hand, like, oh no, oh no, I'm hurting them. So then, like, I start shying <laughs> away as well. So then we've got these two, we're both just like shy. oh man. And then, then the
1: entirety of the planet is in between you two as you shy away from one another.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, and I've got a, I've got a Petco, um, membership now because yeah. i thought i thought she was the girl behind the counter was asking for my number and not <laughs> if i wanted to sign up for a membership
1: <laughs> oh my god so, that's so- the most stereotypical you thing you've ever told me <laughs> oh I'm dead
0: so now I just sort of get get their 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 emails from time to time <laughs> saying hey twenty oh. percent off this <laughs> oh i'm I've died
1: that was my death oh okay I, I need I need to go into the story so I can come back to life. <laughs> Okay. So, the Grafton monster. Uh-huh. There's an Appalachian town named Grafton, West Virginia. It's a small town, uh, clocking in with a population around 5,000 to 6,000 people depending on the year. Okay. Um So it's a small
0: one... small to moderate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At one point it was like a seat of luxury because all the the, the railroads came to meet there. Yeah. Uh so railroad barons, mine owners, all that stuff. 19th century it was just packed okay with rich people since then you know the rich people have left like the richest people they've cut up cut the mansions down into apartments and stuff yeah. like that so it's it's like one of those you know you know the type of town the like rich in history type towns yeah proud of their hit their heritage they're proud of their town one of those types of
0: it used to smell like mint julep
1: like a lot yeah It might still smell like (laughs) McJula, but I don't know. I've never been there. Uh, In the 1960s, however, it got a monster to call its very own. Now, some may argue that certain railroad barons were monsters already (laughs) and mine owners, but, you know, we're talking like a cryptid monster. So, cut to June 16th, 1964. Although. One source I found said 1965. Uh, I think that was in the Lauren Coleman book. Okay. Um, However, the way the story rolls out, I think 1964 is the correct time. Um, I did do some verification to see, and there were certain events that happened that tie into this story that happened in 1964, which makes me think 1964 is the correct date. Okay. So – even though I don't have the primary sources, I did look – I did do like a meta-analysis of secondary sources mm-hmm. to say that it's most likely 1964. Okay, cool. So a newspaperman, Robert Crockwell, was traveling on Riverside Drive, which is a road that uh, travels alongside the Tigart River, which is a river that runs through the town. Okay. Um, it was late, 11 p.m., uh, 1964. He was on his way home from work. Uh, according to reports, he was traveling home at fifty miles per hour on a road when he sees. Yes, on a road. <laughs> let me let me let me take that from the top. Well, I,
0: I was thinking here. here my, my my nodding was. To the 50 miles an hour, right? Because this is one of the first cases where someone's driving a real person speed, and they yes. see something. Because in Sheep Squatch, I think um, they said they're driving like 10 miles an hour, or one of our yeah. past episodes, someone's driving 10. I said, no, nope, nobody drives at 10 miles an hour, oh. even if there's deer. No one drives like that. Even the... Uh, the, the Dover demon I think they might have been driving like exceptionally 30. slowly yeah, yeah
1: it was it was it was a lie
0: yeah um
1: at the very least he's being honest in yeah oh yeah so as he's driving he's taking a turn and he sees a massive creature between the road and the river okay so according to his description it was between seven and nine feet okay approximately four feet wide it had white seal skin and no visible head.
0: Seal skin? So like smooth is what he's saying. Is sm- smooth skin, yeah. Okay.
1: So kind of like, ski- like a seal will have extremely smooth skin so it can move through the water quickly. Gotcha. Okay. Um, it did not react to his high beams. However, Robert was absolutely convinced that it was a living creature. Okay. He said that he was not tired or exhausted, nor was he under any emotional stress.
0: Okay, uh, at the time of sighting or post-sighting? Like, did he take it in stride, or is he saying that he was basically just... Nor- at, at the time he saw this, he was operating at just normal levels.
1: So, this came from a correspondence, like, a month later. Okay. um, But he did kind of peel away when he saw it. Like, he drove faster away from it.
0: Gotcha, that makes sense. I do that too. I don't blame yeah. him.
1: Yeah, no, I don't blame him either. Yeah. So um, he returns to the site afterwards with... Now, this is where stories differ. Lauren Coleman's report account says that police uh, went with him. Another account says it was his friends Jerry Morse and Jim Mouse. Gotcha. Um, okay. Alternatively, they could be cops, but I couldn't find any information on their work status. Okay. So in classic roadside monster sighting tradition. Uh, once they return, the creature's gone. Gotcha. So, th- But they did find a fair amount of the brush was mashed down leading to the river.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, so there's physical evidence at this point that something, re- whether well, whatever it was we don't know, but something was there.
1: Yes, but okay. there was no evidence of the creature itself. No footprints, no fur, no nothing. Gotcha. Okay. But... Reports say that they did hear a low whistling coming from the direction of the, of the river.
0: Oh, it's a whistling meanie.
1: So it almost sounds like like the description that I in the book basically says maybe if it maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a blowhole a wh- or something like that. A blowhole, like a blowhole, like a blowhole. Oh, like 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 a porpoise. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the do I, I don't whistle? believe that. Yeah, they do. Oh shoot! Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, if you if you ever go to like an aquarium, listen to the the dolphins or any other uh, mammals. They they because the the aperture sometimes isn't fully open; it's just mm-hmm. partially open. You'll hear like a yeah. light, a low whistle.
0: Okay, so that's yeah. how you know if they're they're screaming for help. You can always assume they're screaming for help. Okay,
1: yeah. Watch Blackfish.
0: No, no. <laughs> okay. I, I'm already anti that stuff. I don't I don't need that's to be fair. anti that stuff and then sad. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's fair. Uh, so Cockrell was then quoted in a correspondence to Gray Gar- Barker, the guy I talked about before. He's an American okay. writer who's known for books on UFOs, basically. First okay. time I've heard of him actually. Yeah. Uh but apparently he has like this huge collection of like UFO literature. Oh cool. So, Alright, prolific. Um Yeah. So Cockrell says, at this point I would like to say that I am sure it was not a practical joke nor a figment of my imagination. I'm not going to knock him too much, but everyone says that. (laughs) That's
0: true. Everyone says, no, I, I saw it. I wasn't making it up. It wasn't something else. I definitely saw it. It wasn't something I imagined. That's Every time anyone's asked about something they saw that seems like the the blanket response
1: yeah that's it's it's kind of it's kind of like a pat response so to speak yeah this triggers off a monster hunting madness
0: oh i like where this is going i like where this is going man
1: supposedly robert was not the one who talked about the night okay his friends however laughed about it to
0: everyone ah uh, those are good friends
1: yeah they 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 were like a like a, a, a cheap water bottle practically you know when yeah. you close it and it doesn't really uh-huh. it doesn't really close right and it just leaks all over everything yeah and then you're like why do I have this water bottle but then you keep using it because you mm-hmm. don't feel like buying a new water bottle <laughs> they're one of those
0: yeah which reminds me about my my uh, my aftershave in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Has a tiny pinhole or something in it that I can't find. But there's a yep. very super slow leak. But my bathroom smells so good all the time now. It smells like a barbershop. It's good. That's fair. Yeah. That's
1: fair. I mean, there's worse things, I suppose. There,
0: there, there's there definitely are definitely worse. explicitly worse, worse things. things. I have had <laughs> literally worse things happen in my bathroom. Yeah.
1: And I may have been responsible for some of them. <laughs> uh, so. As this this rumor starts to spread, who 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 grabs onto it? Teenagers. Oh, oh, because of course, teenagers. So teenagers, being teenagers, uh, descended upon Riverside Drive in mass. They had oh. flashlights and mallets in hand to find. And them.
0: mallets, and yes. Matt. What are they going to do with a mallet?
1: Well, let me let me send you a link. Uh, that's a documentary of what you do with a mallet.
0: It's a... Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. So that's a... um, Oh, God. What's the name of that show with the purple dog?
1: Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's a
0: Courage the Cowardly Dog clip. Oh, man. That's it. I'm getting a mallet. And I guess that's what you do with a mallet. (laughs) Uh, My assumption
1: is is all of the... Uh, all the teenagers were like, "Yeah, I finally got a use for that mallet I got." (laughs) Yeah,
0: all right. Let me get my mallet. It's a nine foot tall, four foot wide creature. What are you going to do with a mallet? One that's assuming that that your arm reach plus mallet is longer than the arm reach of this creature. That's true. Yeah.
1: Also, it has no head, so where are you going to hit it?
0: Oh yeah. You gonna hit its foot? Whoa. I mean he could smack it in the Johnson.
1: If it has one.
0: That's true. If it has If it one. doesn't
1: have a if it doesn't have a head, does it have a Johnson?
0: Who who knows?
1: No one knows. <laughs> so, um cops were called. Okay. Uh because anytime you get any number of teenagers together with weapons in flashlights, you call probably the cops. should call the cops. Yeah, you call Just the cops. Just in police. general. Like, <laughs> if you see more than five teenagers standing around and any of them has like a mallet. Yeah. <laughs> probably
0: call the cops. Yeah.
1: It, it's 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 yeah. worth it.
0: Unless that's, you're that's, at like a youth woodworking competition at night, call the police. Call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Even then call the cops. Yeah. yeah. What are they doing we're working at night? Yeah, it's dangerous, man. Chisels it is, is dangerous. sharp.
1: Chisels is sharp.
0: Yeah. Uh, no arrests were made. Which makes sense. I can see that, though. They, I can see them just showing up and saying, hey, everybody, go home.
1: Yeah, it was pretty much what it was. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so, Cockrell reported the events the next day in the Grafton Central. Okay. Um, unfortunately, as I said before, the article was not digitized. Uh, I can't okay. find any digital record of it anywhere. And... Because once again, as I said in the as I said before, I don't feel like driving to West Virginia. <laughs> Which is uh, fair. I don't have the exact contents of this article and I'm reporting secondhand. Uh, the headline, however, was Teenage Monster Hunting Party's latest activity on Scene." Gratt- okay. Uh,
0: Teenage
1: according to several sources, the editors of the Sentinel were not happy with the story in general. <laughs> uh, they weren't they didn't like it they thought it was uh, sensationalist I would say so yeah 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 um, And but they published it because it's a current event okay Right. of the people who were present for the monster hunt 20 claimed they saw the creature
0: that's a bigger party than I thought I saw a uh, 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 pictured in my head oh, I, yeah. I wasn't picturing 20 I was picturing uh, a group of, t- I was picturing maybe seven, maybe uh, seven with flashlights and mallets. If you're talking 20, maybe saw it. How many were actually in the party? That's crazy. I saw 30 in one
1: report and a- I saw a hundred.
0: Holy another. cow.
1: Yeah. So there was a fair number of kids there. Wow.
0: Yeah. Cops definitely should have been called. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of kids. That
0: just that's, a, just that's the, not that's not a monster hunting party. That's a mob of kids. Yeah,
1: that's a that's a that's a child mob.
0: That's a, yeah. That's the that scariest kind mob. of mob. Yeah, teenagers
1: scare the living shit.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah. To quote, to quote the, uh, oh, who, what song? Who sang that? I only know it because it was in a, it was in um, what was it? The the Halo music video. Yeah. Collab. With, <laughs> oh, what was the name of that that group that did the Halo music videos that was actually good? Oh, uh, was it? You know what I'm talking about, right?
0: Yeah, Hollywood
1: Halo. Hollywood yeah, Halo. Hollywood That's Halo. It. Yes, that was the clan.
0: Yes. Oh man, I remember that.
1: Yeah, much better than Caution Studios.
0: Wink, <laughs> <laughs> wink, 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 wink. The teenagers, man, they're getting kids these days. Or getting out of control, okay. So, I was driving to get some chicken wings yesterday, as I do. Mm-hmm. It was raining because it was raining, it was 35 degrees. There were teenagers I'd stopped the car because they were in the middle of the road on hoverboards in the rain and not moving for cars. And I was like, Man, I don't, my my school taxes went up two percent. My tax, my pro two th- percent. And these, these these little bastards are out there that on the Segways, not moving for a car. They should be inside. You know what they should be doing? They should be inside reading their textbooks like a normal kid because 2% on top of what I'm already, that's thats a lot of money, dude. I got, a, I, I got a real question for you. Yeah? When you were in high school,
1: were you reading your textbook inside? No, but that's beside the point. I wasn't. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I was actually reading my textbook. But there's, I think, I'm not a normal kid.
0: I think it should be legal to get a copy of your tax bill. And anytime there's a kid outdoors, you're allowed to roll it up and whack them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, old man.
1: <laughs> uh, oh boy. Um, so, anyway, one of the teens actually put forth a theory. As to what Ooh, it is?
0: Okay, I like this theory. What is it? Uh,
1: their theory was that it was a paste—a a, paste—an escaped polar bear in West Virginia. In West Virginia, escaped Because from it was, where? It was big. It was white, and it could swim. That was the only
0: reason. Okay, uh, uh, so there's no polar have, bear zoos in West Virginia.
1: I mean, there might be polar bears in West Virginia. Uh, there's polar bears and there's polar bears and philadelphia there's polar bears in the bronx zoo
0: i don't might be there might be polar bears i'm (laughs) anti-zoo what are they doing i'm anti-zoo well
1: i i i would caution on that because the bronx zoo has done a lot in terms of like conservation efforts and a big part of zoos nowadays like if it's if it's a ethically run zoo a large part of it is more about exposure and um, letting people know that these animals exist in the world. Um, another big part is about reintroduction, right? So they'll actually run breeding programs for creatures that don't have a high uh, wild population, and they'll run the breeding programs and then release them into the wild. So if it's a yeah. well, if it's an ethical zoo, it's fine. If it's the Kingston Zoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if it's most zo- like, I can get the 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 breeding and and reintroduction yeah. stuff sorta. There's I don't know. They, they just zoos seem like to- just bummers all the way around. Although I will say that the dollop did turn change my opinion on um on big game hunting, legal big game hunting.
1: Well, legal. That's, yeah, because that's
0: it, the key. It turns out that. The 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 majority of funding for um, uh, uh, like protected areas in Africa come from people who show up and pay a lot of money to have someone take them to an animal to shoot. So they will be brought to they'll pay like an exorbitant amount of money and be brought to an already sick or lame animal. And that's mm-hmm. the one they will shoot. And that money will go towards increasing the, the protected area for the creatures and ha- spending money on having people be around to protect the remaining animals. So that one, that, th- th- that one, they, they, they changed my opinion on that. So my opinion on that
1: is, yes, I respect them for their hustle. But screw the people who want to shoot the animals in the first
0: place. Oh, yeah, fuck those guys. But thanks for the money. But fuck those guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's perfect. It's like the best way to screw them over. So, yeah. Um, additionally, in this story, uh, Cockrell found another individual by the name of Proudfoot in Morgantown, which was downriver. Okay. And
0: supposedly, is he that his, saw something. Is that his real name? Or is that like was, a, like a, he was cool and in a band?
1: I only saw that their name was Mr. Proudfoot. Okay. No first name, no nothing. (laughs) Mr. Um. So, of course, this new article that uh, was written, it triggered even more fervor in the community. Uh, Of course. Um, Well,
0: I mean, if one article, if one kind of maybe okay article based on the amount they actually had to go on, triggered 20 plus kids with hammers (laughs) to go out into the woods then another yeah. i don't know what the other what did these kids do i mean this is why we need to lock kids in basements with textbooks to really keep them on track or at least give them some pokemon games god
1: damn it, Brandon. I, i'm just i'm just remembering really anything but fortnite <laughs> oh god well they're gonna dab you can't stop the kids from dabbing, Brandon.
0: Stop dabbing. You're not even dabbing right. <laughs> it's cuz I don't want to hit the microphone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you could if they had dancing in Halo and like dabbing in Halo, you know for a fact
0: that every person we knew would have been dabbing as well. We that's what, we need games that are easier to break. Right? Because there were there was so much time we spent breaking uh air quotes breaking Halo, where you like go you go into and then out of the menu and that lets you see the seam and the, the the geometry on the level and then you go, okay, so there's a seam running along here, so if I do this and then jump onto that, it'll shoot me into the sky. Right? That was the best part of the game. It literally was, and then they fixed it in the, the anniversary. And then they fixed it. Why'd they fix it? I don't know why they fixed it. We need games that are easier to to, to, to mess with. Uh, uh-oh.
1: They didn't like that. Oh. They didn't like that. It's a part of the conspiracy, man.
0: Oh, man. Corporate overlords don't appreciate us messing with their capital products. Oh, oh wait. Uh, also,
1: I'm, I'm getting word. Yeah? Games are still a buggy mess. What? Huh?
0: Anywho, let's go. Uh, let's go talk to management. Let's go talk to management. Name's Todd Howard.
1: Got us again.
0: <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Pogo's Pastries. Pogo's Pastries is a small mom-and-pop bakery known for their killer cookies and their circus clown theme. Simply enter the basement of the house on Somerdale Avenue with the construction worker outside and enter a world that you have never seen before. Eat your heart out, Robert Wonka. These cookies are great and their croissants are to die for. Now back to the show. Uh, I like this monster so far. Yeah? Yeah, it, it's, um, it's an interesting one. Like it's one of the first... Big and smooth monsters, which are two aspects you don't typically see combined together in sightings. hmm Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean... <sighs> like, with the exception of uh, uh, water-based monsters.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I've been... I read this... I, I know the whole story. And I was actually scared that it wasn't going to be that interesting All Monster... Yeah? Because that might be the only real sighting of it. But let's, uh, let's let's keep going into it. Okay. So the editor that I was mentioning
0: before the break. Uh, okay. Oh, Monte, okay. Go ahead and say this one.
1: Yeah. Uh, Monty Bourjali. Bourjale? Bourjali? Okay. I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Bourjali. I, I don't know. It's something French-ish. Uh, I'm going to just be calling him Mont. <laughs> Fair. Uh, he, he was skeptical ah, he was Skeptible. skeptical to say oh man I am <laughs> so tired <It> was skeptical <laughs> to say the least however monster hunting was the area's most popular sport in recent years but why yeah why why John so uh, Mont believed that the Monty believed that the explosion of pop, popularity was due to a contemporary event happening in Michigan, and that there was literally nothing else to do in the area.
0: <laughs> I take number two. That that one seems more likely. <laughs> that one seems to be the most likely.
1: However, the story, uh, the contemporary event, is yeah, like the way that it unfolds is actually very similar to this. Oh, so about a week before June 1964, uh-huh. a rash of sightings hit Cass County, Michigan. Oh, um, okay. It was of this huge hulking thing that matches generally the description of Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Okay. There's a difference? No, there's okay. not. It's just, I meant to say Sasquatch slash, but whenever gotcha. I see a slash,
0: I say or, even <laughs> well, though... <laughs> the, uh, the Well, I you know that the, the Squatching community, they have like these subcategories and differences, whether they be regional or what have you, of these different creatures... Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was, like, given the region, they thought it could have either been a subcategory called Sasquatch or a subcategory called Bigfoot, or if the two are actually interchangeable. That, that I'm not sure. Oh, my God. I'm so not involved in the
1: Sasquatch community. And every time I hear about, like, the different classifications of Sasquatches, mm-hmm. I just... There's a little part of me that dies on the inside. <laughs> uh-huh. Because... There's so much effort put into this thing that there's no... There's not a type specimen for it. So there's no point in doing different classifications. You're just... If you're doing classifications for something that you don't have a type specimen for, you're literally just trying to explain variances in descriptions, which more easily can be explained as people just making this shit up.
0: Yeah! Or perhaps uh, a broken specter from last episode.
1: That too. Yeah. Uh, so according to the sheriff of the region, uh, the sightings were made by good, honest, legitimate people. And it mainly spanned the Sisters Lake area, which is why it's called like the Sister Lake Monster or something along those lines. Okay, another creative uh, name. Not, not another creative <laughs> name. There were sightings made over the years. However, the 1964 batch of sightings was noteworthy as it triggered a monster maniac. To the point that they had to, uh, like, block off roads. With road oh, bikes. man. That's good. The, because people were bringing hunting rifles into the woods at night. <laughs> and
0: Always a good idea.
1: Here's a spoiler alert. When people are in the woods at night and everyone has a hunting rifle, that's not a great thing. No. 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 Luckily... <laughs> Luckily, no one got hurt. Oh man! Uh, however, it did create it did kick off a amount of media frenzy to the point yeah. that it reached uh, Grafton. Oh, so okay. The editor surmised that this this frenzy in Grafton might be tied to that. The frenzy in Grafton.
0: Okay, I got yeah. you. So, so are they saying that perhaps it could be the Grafton monster, or that they're just somewhat? tangentially uh connected they're tangentially
1: connected gotcha like they're parallel they're parallel events and the one is feeding into the other okay because the monster itself the description of the monster in sister lakes did not match at all it was a big one okay i got you i got yeah the editor then went and did a cursory investigation of what the monster could actually be okay and uh (laughs) He found out that someone had been moving a handcart of boxes along Riverside Drive the night <laughs> Uh Fantastic. And there's an additional explanation. I don't know if it was the same explanation or yeah. different, just because the, the reporting is a little vague. Uh-huh. Um, local eccentric Betty Conrad was moving a refrigerator at the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that she's known as the local eccentric.
1: Yeah, so for people out there who don't know the rough size of American refrigerators in the 1960s in description, they're about seven to nine feet tall,
0: four feet <laughs> wide, and have smooth, white finishes. Or just watch Indiana Jones in the Crystal Skull. Or don't. <laughs> or don't. Um,
1: so... To make things even more wild, uh, Cockrell, in correspondence to Great Barker, said the following It is true that someone mistook the boxes for a monster, but I can
0: assure you that's not what I saw. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So. Okay. So. Fine, uh, Mr. Barker. That, that reads to me. Yeah, that did happen, but
1: I'm I'm smarter, so that didn't happen to me. Yeah, so I'm pretty confident that that's the explanation for this. One. <laughs> however, uh-huh. however, there are second opinions, additional opinions. Oh rather. yeah, uh, the first, and it's not explicitly aimed at the Grafton Monster. Uh huh. Uh, but at white things in general. Okay. That it's a beast of subterranean origin oh all right it I has like no head going. uh conceptually that would mean it has no eyes yeah slick skin white white skin means that it could be like albinism or something along those lines yeah however and this is a big however things that live underground typically don't hit seven to nine feet in height yeah oh yeah uh for obvious reasons Uh, There's not really a food supply for something that size to exist. No, even moles, right? Moles
0: live... uh, A a large portion of their sustenance is like grubs and bugs that live underground. And moles, um, I will say, all the moles I have observed to date have not been nine feet big. (laughs) Except for that one irradiated one. But yeah, we don't talk that
1: about one. that. <laughs> uh, the second hypothesis yeah. was proposed by Gray Barker in the uh, the correspondence he had with Cockrell. Uh-huh. And that's the alien test animal hypothesis. Ooh, okay. Meaning that the grafted monster is an alien that was placed on Earth to test if the atmosphere was appropriate for other aliens.
0: I would like to say that I picture a Gray Barker. As having a a very large beard, and that is to say, he was not shaving with Occam's razor. That is true. <laughs> uh, I can kind of rebut this
1: one real easy. Yeah, uh, because in the the title of this theory, alien test animal hypothesis. Let me let me underline hypothesis. <laughs> like. Three hundred times. Yeah. Yes, it is correct. It is a hypothesis. However, I can create a hypothesis right now that the Grafton Monster is uh, me traveling back in time wearing a large box that was painted white.
0: Yeah, I will say I will give him I will give him one uh, a half cookie point for okay. saying hypothesis, not theory. Because yes. those are two very different things, and hypothesis right. lets you be more loosey goosey.
1: Well, yeah, because the hypothesis is the starting point. Yeah, that's it's not the end; it's a starting point, and you need to find evidence to support it. Yep. Hypothesizing something doesn't necessarily like. I want to. I'm not saying that he made this hypothesis as though it was fact. Uh huh. I am saying that I've seen people take hypotheses, hypotheses, and make them <laughs> and treat them as fact. Yeah. yeah, um, so I I think my opinion is that the Gretchen monster is in fact just a refrigerator.
0: Because <laughs> also keep in mind the dude was going fifty <gasps> miles an hour. Yeah, that's my favorite. Um, here's what it could have been. <laughs> I think I think it's our best one so far <laughs> Favorite everything. Well, it's either a nine-foot-tall, pale-white monster that can swim, or a fridge.
1: <laughs> I like fridge. Fridge is my favorite. The only thing that I thought when I saw fridge, I was like, oh, man, I hope they had that door open just a crack, because if oh. it takes too long to move, then it's going to get that smell, and it's never going to be right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't get that smell out of there.
0: Oh, uh-huh. man.
1: So there, the grafted monster has shown up a few times in pop culture. Okay. Uh, obviously, as we said at the top of the episode in Fallout seventy six, yep, it's a yep, overworld nice. boss, <clears throat> and then recurring star of the show, <laughs> the oh, monsters. Yeah. Yes, yeah, an episode about the Grafton monster. <laughs> Woo!
0: That's so I watched so good. this
1: episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and I have some notes. <laughs> I hope you do. Oh man. I'm excited. So first, yeah. they know way too many specifics about the Grafton monster. Like, <laughs> they stated its weight.
0: Its weight?
1: Its weight. It was like 1,000 some odd pounds. And I'm like, uh,
0: okay. How'd they get that number?
1: Yeah, bold strategy. Yeah. Uh, the video that they have that is offering proof of the monster uh huh, is a video of a bunch of, like, Cows walking through the forest. Yeah. And a black, barely visible shape moves in the background. <laughs> so it's black. So, first of all, it, it already doesn't match the description of the grafted monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was nowhere near water. So, all the two key points of the grafted monster are ignored. <laughs> um, it. it they, they say, all right, let's do an investigation. They have guns at night.
0: Uh, always a good idea.
1: Almost every single one of them is walking around with guns at night, and all <laughs> I can think is,
0: someone's going to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> if the producers were smart, they would have guns but no ammo. Yeah, probably. And have maybe, like, if it's at night in there in Virginia, maybe, like, another guy off-camera who's got, like, bear spray and maybe, like, a, a a rifle of some sort just for an... in case something were to yeah. happen. Yeah. But definitely, um, none of the guys in the show should be... should have live ammo. <laughs> I, I don't think they should have live ammo
1: in the normal sense, but that's a personal opinion. Um, I, I've, uh... Added a picture to
0: the... Uh, oh, yeah. That's that such of- a quality picture. I will say my favorite part of the picture, and I hope you mm-hmm. did this on purpose, yep. it is for the listener a FLIR image, which is a um, like a thermal picture. They spent the money mm-hmm. to get a FLIR camera or at least just stole their logo offline and put it in the corner. Yep. And the temperature... Uh, of the hot spot in this picture is 69 degrees Fahrenheit. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it would um, appear to be, I don't know, you'll have more context because you've seen it more. Mm-hmm. The picture itself looks to be a person crouching. Uh, it, it's basically the video is
1: someone jumping over a hill. Ah,
0: okay. But it
1: looks like it's literally a person jumping over the hill.
0: Yeah, like the lower, like at the the knees, top or thighs, it's cropped off.
1: Yeah, because yeah. they're literally jumping; they're like walking over a hill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also trail cam footage of the monster. It looks literally like a bear. Um, and then oh wow, look at that! Yeah, I that basically looks, hit a. Uh, it looks,
0: like a, it it looks, looks like, like a bear. It looks like a bear. It looks, it looks fake. It yeah, doesn't that's look or, like getting, a monster. It doesn't look like a living... It looks like a taxidermy bear or something. Like, it, it looks... It does... It does look like someone put a taxidermy bear <laughs> on, like,
1: uh, one of those shop carts. Yeah. And just
0: pulled it. Yeah, well, I... I something, something I'm noticing right now is that on the image provided, the ends of the trees, the tips of the tree, the branches... Appear mm-hmm. they're blurrier, so they appear to be moving somewhat more than the bear itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably
0: <laughs> Yeah. So like, everything's I actually... a little blurry, but the tree is more blurry than the creature shown. Yeah.
1: <laughs> which is usually clear evidence of bad fakery. Tomfoolery. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I stopped watching the show at that point <laughs> because I couldn't take any more. Uh-huh. Uh there's literally no way this show is anything but pure
0: fiction. Oh no.
1: Yeah. There there's like I actually then did did some research and yeah. like some of the people are actors. Ames, which is the name of their organization, isn't even run by them. Uh there, there's, there's a lot of fake stuff in that show. Oh, yeah, man.
0: I believe it. 100%. Yeah.
1: As always, our website is cryptopediacast.com. There's a link in the show notes. On Instagram, we're at cryptopediacast. Twitter is at cryptopediacast. Uh, you can email us at uh, cryptopediacast at gmail.com or us at uh, Our Patreon, uh, there's a link under the Sasquatch on our website. Click the dollar sign; it'll take you there. Uh, we've got some tiers there. One dollar doesn't really get you anything; get your thanks. Two dollars and up, you get the uh, the show notes, like like our our, our research notes. Five dollars and up, you'll get special content. So yeah, you have the ballad of Shanked Daddy X, which oh yeah, we should have released by now. The second part of it. Um. We're we're talking about doing a Mountain Monsters Rift Track style thing, which we'll be giving to our five dollar and up tier members. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, we're we've, we're we're working out the logistics on that still. Um, we'll figure out like how to set that up, what what where you should view it, all that kind of stuff, and we'll get something going for you guys. Um, we've got a Facebook group, which if you search us on Facebook, you can. Just, you know, follow us there and we have a page and all that good stuff. Uh, If you like the show, rate it, review it, subscribe, share with your friends, all that good, good stuff. Um, And then if you have any monster requests, stories, creepypasta, cryptopasta, just send it our way and we'll try and find a way to make it into an episode.
0: Yeah. And if you're interested, you could find me online on Instagram at donkey underscore hands. My website is BoyerB.com. My email is Brandon at CryptopediaCast.com. My Twitter is at CryptoBrandon, capital C, capital B. Um, and for me, it's at
1: mu 2057 for Instagram, at JF Dunham for Twitter. My website is still defunct john dunham i can guarantee it's still <laughs> defunct when we release this episode 100 <laughs> percent uh my email is john at cookiecast.com uh and as always all this is accessible on the website if you go to our if you go to the about us section and then you know just click those links underneath
0: our names our art is done by tom hill you can find him on instagram at thomas michael hill his website is greater and his email is tom mike hill at gmail.com thank you to our jackalopes clay sinclair marty von party bird schneider lenwood sharp matthew smith bushcraft kelso and will smith
1: and as always i'm john i'm brandon and things are gonna get weird <laughs> goes 1,000 to 1,500 pounds. He's got four feet wide shoulders. But the most interesting thing is his head drops clear down in the center of his chest. He's kind of hunkered over. We'll only be able to see the head from the side view guys. They call it the headless horror. Headless horror. W-H-O-R-E horror.